Welcome out to the Bulls and the Bears, sponsored by Online Trading Academy, the most trusted name in financial education and celebrating 25 years of service. My name is Aaron Warby, and I am joined again this week by my lovely wife, Tarina Warby. Hi, y'all. How you doing? All right. So I wanted to start off. This is, uh, you know, the 4th of July weekend, and I know that we're late. Okay. Um, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm going to hear about this because I always do when we're late uh, from some we're of our so loyal listeners. So sorry. I, yeah. We it, had it planned a... to record on Thursday and then we had a kid who got hives and so we had to race home to see what uh, was going on with well, them. And, it was terrible. Yeah. And trying to use, you know, I, I mean, it's just a travel holiday and so, and so the rest of my staff is gone, you know, um, and we just haven't been able to use anybody really for this. And and so here we are late and I'm sorry. In fact, to tell you how bad it is, it's Saturday night on July 1st. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we had to race home <laughs> because it's also my son's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here it is nine o'clock at night. We're in our closet. Recording. <laughs> so if it closet, sounds a little yes. weird, we're sorry. We're really trying. And we're in the closet because in general, we've got one of those open floor plans in our house, and it's just an echo chamber. Yeah, like the whole freaking house is <laughs> yeah. an echo chamber. And, and so here we are trying to, we, we found the most buffered place that's not quite studio quality. I'm sorry. Right. But I did want to get uh, this program out. All right. Now, one of the things that I really wanted to do is I love the, the 4th of July uh, holiday. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I'm a retired Marine, and... You know, the Independence Day was just always kind of a big thing for... It's a huge thing for those who are in the armed forces, who yeah. have served and, and and loved serving. It's you know, huge. And the thing is, is that our independence, we, we celebrate our independence, and, and that's been kind of a something that was decided hundreds of years ago mm -hmm. now, right? Uh, but what we celebrate in the Marine Corps, and I hope that most of the nation at least reflects on the freedoms that we have. Yeah, you know, um, and so on that note, I wanted to go through and, and talk about some of the freedoms that, and especially the financial freedoms that we enjoy that maybe others don't, you know, definitely. Um, now today being Saturday, I had also had the opportunity to uh, teach a class. Okay. I thought you were gonna be like, I have the opportunity to look at the whole markets this week and I'm going <laughs> to tell you about the markets. I'm like, that's right. You did. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. you know, so, so. so so one of the things that I want to get to is, is you know, how the markets have been moving a mm -hmm. little bit, um, because because this is always a surprise to people, right? I've, I've had this comment several times this week. Oh, man, the markets are really tough. They're really not doing anything. I mean, you know, what is going on with the markets? Um, or they're wicking out because of like candle wicks or just been super yeah. long or kind of sideways. Some of the markets have been really sideways. Yeah. And, and I'll I mean, talk about this in a few up. minutes, you know, after I, uh, after I discuss this other thing, but, um, but, but don't be too concerned if you're not seeing a lot of really good setups and a, lo a lot of good trading right now, because right before any holiday mm -hmm. and especially the big ones, mm -hmm. uh, the the big money, the those mm -hmm. the market makers, yeah. right? The um, the banks and things like that 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 really bring some order to the markets and, mm -hmm. and really make the big movements. Mm -hmm. They all get out of the markets. They're going on vacation. Yeah, yeah, they're going on vacation, and so they simply pull out. They're not going to be in anything that um, that is at all risky or at all volatile. 
over yeah. the holiday. And so they're what thinking you find, about their boat. That's yeah, what they're thinking yeah, about. I gotta get, I'm gonna get on the <laughs> boat and I'm gonna have a barbecue and it's gonna be amazing. This and I'm weekend. not gonna worry about what's yeah. going on in the markets. Or, or they're thinking right? about their barbecue with their friends and family and yeah. Right. So they're not going to take any surprises. And so if you haven't seen things, now we, we have seen a couple of good setups. If you were watching, and especially those that were in the futures market, mm-hmm. all right, we had um, on what, it was it Tuesday or Wednesday? I think it was when, no, it was it was Wednesday, okay. right? We had that really big movement in gold. Yeah. It, it dropped um, and it dropped fast and all of a sudden it, it hit the demand level and popped right back up. Pick up. It I, was absolutely no surprise. Yeah. Um, and it I think just you where we missed it, it or you, or you got stopped well, out. Yeah. So I was, I was, uh, going to be traveling on that day. And so I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to risk very much. Um, I saw it dropping and I mm-hmm. didn't want to, I, I wasn't going to be able to stay and watch it. Right. And so I set very tight limits and it did, it stopped me out. Yeah. Um, but now. But AJ, your nephew, who has taken the courses, he was like, that was a great day. Oh, yeah. He loved it. He was like, I got it. I took it. (laughs) I was so excited. And then he even said, like, the instructor on the XLT was like, oh, man, I should have taken that. Why didn't I just follow my rules? And AJ's like, I followed my rules and I did it. He was really happy about it. And so there I was also thinking, why didn't I follow my rules? Because if I would have put the stop where I knew that the stop should have been, Mm -hmm. if I hadn't been fearful, I suppose, mm-hmm. and move that stop up to to a uh, a higher level because of my travel, right? And I right. didn't want to watch it. Um, if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have got stopped out and I would have had a, a really nice gain. Right. But that's not what happened. All right. <laughs> so you didn't, <laughs> I made a mistake. You didn't follow your trade I plan. I didn't follow and what my a rules. Wonderful, that's exactly right. It's a great, it's a great lesson it, to learn. It was, it was. And I, I wrote it down right there in, in my notes, you know, <laughs> always follow your rules, stupid. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So I want to get back to uh, this idea of freedom because I had in my class this morning, the opportunity to have several uh, people come in that that are newly minted citizens to our nation. Yeah. All right. And it never ceases to, to surprise me. You know, they, I, I talk to them a little bit and they tell me how happy they are to be in the United States and how free they feel. Right. You know, and they're the first ones that want, that want to just guard their freedoms. Right. You know, um, and, and it, it, it's always amazing to me that one of the first things they do is try and find financial freedom, and they're looking for opportunities, and they come into to things like trading and investing classes, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and when I talk to them, they truly understand how important financial freedom is to freedom. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, now you were there this morning as well with me. I was. I was. And so there. you got to see that not only did they come in, but they brought their children. That was. That was really cool, actually, to see like uh, two two people two people brought in um, their children, and mm-hmm. and it was amazing. I I just was really I was just really impressed that they yeah. were like, I want my kids to be financially prepared for the future, just to take that preview class. I think just even taking that preview class, yeah, just a three hour class. It's an Dang. overview of the markets. What was I you saying? Know? I was sitting there and talking to AJ because he was he was with us there too. He's our uh, he helps with student support and stuff. And he was there and someone came in and they're like, 
they they were like, yeah, I want to bring my my son in or something. And AJ and I said, well, look at AJ, and he's training. He's like, yeah, I took these classes when I was eighteen, and it helped me so much. And no, they didn't have children. He said, well, I wish I knew this when I was eighteen. And this is was an older gentleman, um, about to retire, and I I was like, me too. And he goes, oh, you look too young. And I was like, I was thinking, I wish I would have had this preview <laughs> <you> class <laughs> twenty five years ago when I was starting you know, when I was working and, and starting my 401k, because I think I really would have understood more. And so I think any, anyone who comes into it and brings their children, they're preparing them. Yeah. And these were older teenagers, you know, yeah. we were looking at 14 to like 18, you know, it wasn't like a 12 year old, but yeah. Right. Awesome. Now, now I consider, you know, the markets truly the, the American dream, mm-hmm. you know, um, really, you know, really. I mean, here you go, and, you, and you're walking into the markets, and you are your boss. Oh. Right? You, you work for yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and when you work for, for somebody else, you are spending your time making them wealthy. Your efforts are going towards their wealth, right? Mm-hmm. When you're in the markets, every one of your efforts is on your behalf. You are deciding your destiny. That's you get right. to make the decisions. That's that is true. You are deciding your destiny and you're making those decisions. Well, and not only that, but the market pays you for your efforts. It does, right? or it takes away from your that's, lack that's of understanding right. and education. <laughs> yeah. Now, Warren Buffett, you know, what he said about the market specifically mm-hmm. was that risk is what you don't know. That's right. And risk is what you don't control. Mm-hmm. And especially if you don't know what control measures are out there, the markets are going to take your money. That's mm-hmm. absolutely true. Yeah. Okay. Um, but when you go into the markets, you have the freedom to be stupid and not know what you're doing. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and we see that quite a bit. Or you have the freedom to actually learn what you're doing and do better with that. Right. But it's really your choice. Mm-hmm. And the markets reward uh, those that do well and take from those that don't. Yeah. And that that really is but, but you are in charge. You decide your destiny, not somebody else for you. And so that's an awful lot of freedom that I think that sometimes we don't recognize or appreciate. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, the markets are free from bias. And so these immigrants come in, right? Right. And where their accent or something like that might get in the way of them going and and working. I mean, we, we, we've seen this before where uh, people have come in and and, and they're in super fact, brilliant. They're yeah, yeah, super brilliant, so and we they had can't. Some Ukrainian friends, right? Yeah, and they were. One of them was a lawyer back in Ukraine. The other one was, uh, I forget, was it engineer um, or, or something like that. I know one was a business owner, and he had a really successful business in the Ukraine, and had like degrees and stuff. Right, and yeah. then, and then, um, and yeah. Now they come over here and. And somehow it doesn't translate, right? Yeah. Like, they're like, my education, it doesn't qualify me for anything in the U.S. Like, nobody accepts my education here. But if you were in Europe, my understanding is is that if you went to the university, it tra- it goes over to other countries. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's people good are like, anywhere in Europe. Yeah, it's right? good. Yeah, I think that's my understanding. I mean, don't quote me. I didn't Google Well, that's it. kind of what we but were that was the feeling. through the conversation. Yeah, that yeah. was what we were led to believe through the conversation. And I just... I. It, it, it really broke my heart. I yeah. just sit there like, and I've talked to people who are like, yeah, like I was a doctor in another country and, and now I can't be a doctor, you know, like you can't be a doctor <laughs> That's here, exactly but right, yeah. I, you know, 
you know, I, I know what I'm doing and stuff. You know, they're like, I have to go back to medical school to become a doctor of what I was doing before. Yeah. And stuff. And so, yeah. And, it, you know, I mean, it just depends, like, who who their lawyer is and how they got to the country. I mean, if they were, I think they make special ex- Special exceptions. Exceptions for people, like, in countries who are doing, like, amazing things. Well, yeah, I I think that they'd still have to pass a bar somewhere, right? But you'd have to do that. (laughs) Medical examination. Yeah, you've got to, with the (laughs) licenses, (laughs) when you cross state lines, you still have to qualify with different licenses. And and understandably, when you're a lawyer, you would have to understand what state you're practicing and taking the bar and stuff. So there are those things. Yeah, even CPAs have to do that, right? Yeah. Yeah, but these immigrants, you know, when they come in, they're the, and especially the first generations, they really get it. You know, there's nothing in the markets to hold them back. Right. The the computer doesn't care if you have an accent. It doesn't. Doesn't care what color your eyes are. Nope. Doesn't care who your father was. Nope. How wealthy your father was or how poor your father. Don't, that just it doesn't, doesn't care. care. Don't care. Don't the care. only thing it really, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't care what school you graduated from, right? Right. It only cares whether you do it right. Exactly. If you know what you're doing, if you know how to cover your risk, if you know how to if you know how to uh, trade and you've got a good methodology, it rewards you. Definitely. When you're gambling, it's going to take your money. That's <laughs> really just kind of all there is to it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> please stop gambling. Save the don't money. Don't gamble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> Yeah, I can't tell you how many times, you know, uh, we've looked at things and and people are showing us their trades or showing us what they're in or they're really excited. Hey, I, ju- I just bought this particular stock and I think it's going to go straight up. And I took a take a look at it and I look over at him. What makes you think it's going to go up? Well, I just have a good feeling. You're gambling, sir. All right. <laughs> look at the, look at, you know, you need to find the supply and the demand zones. You need to see how it's trading, what the volumes are. Uh, how many people are trading you need to understand the uh, you know your daily ATRs and just the volatility ATRs, of that by stock. the way average true, true range, range. Right? how much is it tra- the daily ATRs like how much does it actually trade for that day yes all right so you know when you're in the markets <laughs> yes right um knowing what to do in the markets and when to do it in my opinion can really be mastered by anyone that's you know, of average intelligence and, and with a will to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I find that very free. One of the other things that I f- just love about the markets is you get the weekends off. Yep. Because the you... market's closed. So you get, <laughs> you you get know, the weekends off. You get the weekends well, off. You get off. You get Friday and Saturday and part of Sunday off because then the markets start up on Sunday night. Like the Globex. The Globex starts up on Sunday night. Yeah, the futures market the futures, and the forex market. And the market. options, people like to start looking at stuff and figuring out how the week's going to work out. But yeah, but yeah. you pretty much have the whole weekend off. I don't know how many how many instructors I've talked to and they're like, I get my glass of wine, I print up <laughs> documents and on Sunday evening and I don't do the dishes and I pick out what I'm going to do. Like I look at, you know, my charts and yep. get what I'm about to do and things. So I just think, I mean, I, I've heard like at least two instructors say that. <laughs> so it must be up. a ritual. It must be a ritual. That's right. There you go. 6 p.m. It comes around. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and obviously what they're going to be setting up their options for has to be, you know, the because the um, 
the indexes will turn on right about that time in the overnight mm-hmm. markets or the or the futures market there. Yeah. And so they're probably looking at that and doing their setups for the next day. Yeah, they're just looking at and studying out and seeing where things are starting to set up. Yeah. And stuff. I mean, they always double check the next morning, you know. Right. Make sure it's still looking the way they want it to look, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so I wanted to get back, you know, now that we've gotten through that, I want to get back to the idea that. Now that I made you like uh, change direction in the conversation, we want to get back to where it is. Yeah. That's okay. That's my gift. Okay. I know. I I love you for it. (laughs) We're going to get back to. (laughs) You're going to get back to what you want to talk about. Actually, I want to return to a point that uh, that I made before we started talking about the 4th of July holiday and the freedoms and things like that. You know, um, one of the frustrations that I have, and especially with uh, some of the newer students, is, is that they really love trading and they want to trade all of the time. And here we come into a holiday weekend mm-hmm. and they, they're still trying to trade, mm-hmm. but it's not going their way as much. Yeah. And they're not finding good setups and things like that. Um, because the truth is, is that there's not good setups. When the bigger players are gone, what you're left with is just the regular Joes. And I hate to say this, but, you know, when the larger players are there, they're actually bringing order to chaos. Right. All right. What the regular Joes have, one one of the things that that I think it's it's hard for us to wrap our heads around is is that these larger institutional players who actually understand how to do numbers and how to value, you know, things in, in a more orderly way, uh-huh. They do bring some order to the chaos. Now, yes, are they manipulating the price in the markets? Most Absolutely. definitely. <laughs> All right. They can't even help it. When you're moving right. $400 million, you're going to move the market the way you want, one mm-hmm. way or another. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that's by very nature of what they do, they're going to manipulate the price. Right. All right. But the average person out there, those that aren't institutional players, mm-hmm. most people don't have any more methodology than simply trying to find a Bollinger Band, which, by the way, is based on what the larger players are doing, mm-hmm. or they're trying to find, you know, support and resistance. And who do you think is creating the support and resistance? The, the big larger players. players. Mm-hmm. All right. Supply and demand, same thing. It's really the larger players that right. that are, are creating that supply, creating that demand. And when those larger players aren't there, what you're left with is just a whole bunch of emotional people wandering around, not really knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. All right. And so you'll see it right before the big holidays and right after the big holidays. Right. Yeah. So right after Christmas, market goes nuts. Volume isn't very big. Nobody really understands why if, if they don't know what the big players bring to the table. So yeah. don't be discouraged if you've been looking this week and you, it just hasn't been going your way. Yeah. Because really, there's not a whole bunch of order right well, now in the markets. Well, and I think the thing is, is um, what was that we were watching the XLT? Was it on Friday morning or was it on Wednesday? I can't remember. But one of our instructors uh, was talking and he was like, I just don't see it. And someone said, well, don't you see it right there? He's like, no, I don't. I really... Like yeah, it people, wasn't a quality enough zone. He was like, it wasn't a quality enough zone. He's like, you can take it if you want, but I'm, I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that trade. I'm not doing that trade. And the person was like, no. He's like, you can force it, and if you want, you can do that. But I, he was like, I would monitor that trade, you know. And and I just thought that was that was really insightful for him to say, look, don't force something. If it's not there, it's not there. Move on to a new chart. He's and exactly right. It was it was really helpful. And I thought he was a little bit a little bit 
brisk or abrupt with her, I guess. But but it was but it was appropriate for him to say that to say, look, if it's not there, it's not there. If you don't see the trade, don't take the trade. It's better than losing yeah. money. Then, then don't force what's not there. Don't force what's not there because you could get totally wiped out if you if you're not careful, or you just or you lose or you lose money when it wasn't a good trade. And right. So, yeah. It's really important. Yeah. So unlike the market makers, you are not going to force that price to go up or down at your will. No, you're you're just trying to tag along on that shark. You know, there's the little fish that eats all the leftover stuff after the shark attacks its prey. And he's just eating off the leftovers. You're that little shark. You're just eating off the leftovers. I really hate that. I hate that analogy, but I can't think of another analogy that <laughs> that kind of talks about. I'm like, let's just make everything a little bit more peaceful, you know, and that you're not attacking and killing someone's financial future by well, trading. But no, no, and that's not a, what you an individual. Want. An individual is not at right. all. They're you're just picking up the pieces. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what what you're doing is, hey, I see where the food is, and I'm going towards the food. Yeah. Right. Here's some here's some stuff that's still left over from what the big guy got. I, and I'm going to pick it up. Right. And that's more than enough to feed me and everybody around me. Yeah. Right. Hopefully. Yeah. So. Uh, so, you know, um, <laughs> I yeah. think it's getting pretty late. We're kind of. <laughs> well, yeah. So I wanted kinda to going on. More. We're digressing a lot. I'm sorry, guys. You'd be like, well, uh, that's what our that's what our audience is thinking right now. Just stop. Just get to the point. Oh, I hope not. I hope, I hope not. not. I hope this has been fun. You know, so one of the one of the things that I wanted to approach, I always wanted to teach one of the principles um, in this, and I think that it's a beautiful time to tell you how important stops are. Mm-hmm. Okay, and especially during this time when when you there's really a lot less order to the to the markets. You've got to have very good stops. You've got to have good protection. Right. And so, if you don't know what a stop loss is. What it is, is an acknowledgement. It's an acknowledgement that things aren't always going to go your way. That's right. And so you put a place in there. You, you After you've purchased something like, you know, a stock or an equity or something like that, mm-hmm. you're going to say, you know what? If it ever drops to this particular level, I want to get out. I'm willing to lose a little bit. I'm not willing to lose a lot. And so you put that stop in there so that no matter what happens and right. you're, you're away, I don't know, making a sandwich or something and all of a sudden the thing just drops off the map. You're not riding it all the way down. Right. You're getting out at the same level. Like when, you know, President Trump was making his announcement about COVID, you could see the market just plummet. And then all of a sudden, those who didn't have stops were just wiped out. I mean, it was a big drop. So people who were in the stocks or the S&P, they could have been wiped out because they didn't have a stop there. And right. so, I mean, not that stops are like a hundred percent guarantee, but it's a, it's a lot more than, I mean, if you don't have a stop, you're guaranteed to lose way more than if you have a stop. Right. Now, now the stop can be annoying. Like I said, I, you know, earlier this week with that gold trade, um, I, I put the stop in the wrong place mm-hmm. and I knew it was a little bit tight. I knew I should have, uh, given it a little bit more room, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Right. All right. Um, and the thing is, is that, is that it, it stopped me out and I lost a little bit, yeah. but it was an acceptable level. Yeah. I didn't lose more than, you know, than I, I thought that I, uh, you weren't at your pew was, point. You were just like, all right. Yeah. 
And if, you know, it was annoying because now I'm out of the trade and it did exactly what I thought it was going to do. It bounced up and went, went straight up. Yeah. But if it had not bounced straight up, if it had just kept going down, mm -hmm. you know, if it had pulled something like corn did where it just dropped off the map mm -hmm. um, after the announcement of how much corn had been planted, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> then then Lots. I would have been out a lot of money and, and then I would have been very uncomfortable with it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and so, you know, where, what is a good stop? Well, a good stop is you're going to place it close enough to guard against unacceptable losses. Right. But deep enough not to get stopped out when the price is just basing. Yeah, like if right. it's churning, if it's basing, it's figuring out which way am I going to go? Am I going to go up or am I going to go down? Which way am I going to yeah. go? Or even when it's retesting. You know, right. one of the things that I, I see, especially the younger traders do, is is that they'll have a, a moving stop and it, mm -hmm. it starts moving up with them. Mm -hmm. um, but oftentimes, you know, when something starts climbing out of the zone, it will go ahead and retest it before it shoots back up. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's what it's doing is simply taking care of all of the sellers before, you know, before the buyers uh, can really get a hold of it. Take and, control. And, yeah, and take control. And so it's going to retest that limit. And, and if you're, you know, moving your stop up too fast, then it's going to get you out with a very small profit instead of the profit that you could have had. With a trailing stop. Right. Sometimes you just have to trust what you know is supposed to happen. Right. 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 So if you've, if you've placed it appropriately and... And you followed all of your rules, and we have a six-step process. Mm -hmm. Then most of the time, you just need to let that work out, right? You know, right. All right. Um, also, if mm -hmm. you are seeing wicked wicks, and we've seen a lot of those, oh, man, right? they're killing me. I really feel like it's AI. <laughs> it might be, but especially, you know, this happens especially either before hours, before the real market uh, turns on, mm -hmm. um, or before the pit opens, is what we call it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, or in things where there's already low volume mm -hmm. and especially around the holidays, you're going to see some, some wicks just, you know, dip up or, or shoot, shoot up or, or dip down. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to blow your stops if you're uh, either, if you're going long or trying to short it. Yeah. Right. Um, and what you need to do if you're seeing these kind of wicked wicks mm -hmm. is you can still trust your process. Just send an alert. Yeah, let that let that wick go and do a confirmation trade, which means that you're going to watch what it does. It's going to dip below your, you know, where you would have set your stop, and you're going to do this, of course, if you've if you've seen the wicks happening lately mm -hmm. in this particular asset. Yeah. All right. Don't set a stop. You just have to be there watching it, and then you're going to watch the wick, and if it comes back up and starts heading uh, towards where where you know it was going to go, or dropping towards where you knew it was going to go. That's when you get in. Yeah. So it's it's something called a confirmation trade. You set an alert and what it says is, hey, it just came into the area that you want. And then you watch to see if it's going to come back up out of it. Like so if it drops below what you wanted to buy and then you buy it on the way out of that area where you wanted to buy. Yeah. So. Yep, exactly. So, you know. How important are stops? <laughs> That's actually really hard to explain on the radio. It's a lot easier when you're like <laughs> at the on, board, at the board yeah. showing it, yeah, or, or on the computers. Yes. Yeah. So if you want to know, come into one of our classes. They're free. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what well, are you doing? Not coming into our classes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Our introductory class is free. <laughs> that's right. The three hour thing. And that's where we, we're going to talk about it in a little bit there anyway. Anyway, stops. Very vital. You know, it's vital to good trading to have to have a good stop and to it understand is. where to put it. Definitely. Okay. And from a probability standpoint, if you're not using stops, then you're allowing the possibility of larger losses. And taking even one larger loss forces you to be much uh, better than than average, than your yeah. average would otherwise be, in order to make up for that larger loss that you will eventually take if you don't, if you're not <laughs> using stops. Because you uh, will. You'll eventually take that large loss. Yeah. Yeah. And then you really will have hit the puke factor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, these stops allow you to work in the markets that move much faster with higher margins than you would be able to safely uh, mm -hmm. work in without those stops. Okay, so if you don't understand how to use stops, for instance, you really should never go into the futures of Forex market. Oh, definitely not, because it's totally leveraged. And even yeah. the option market, I would even I would even say the options market. Yeah. It, it it simply moves too fast. And you you're know, leveraged. To, it's yeah, leveraged not, for you and it's it. leveraged against you. So you really need to understand stops. Yeah. yeah. Unless you like taking, potentially taking huge losses. Yeah. So these stops, you know, I kind of think of them as, as kind of uh, seatbelts, right? Mm -hmm. Now, uh, not only that, but kind of specialized seatbelts. So uh, not long ago, well, actually it's been a long time ago, but being you know, as old as I am, it doesn't seem that long ago, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I saw something that I thought was just absolutely mad. I mean, who would do this? Have you ever seen, what? what is it, a, a crash derby? Uh, no. Where people are, I, I don't know, people get in cars and they, they look like old beaters and then they, they drive around trying to disable other cars by wrecking into them. I've seen it on movies. I've never seen it in person, but it sounds like you've seen it in person. My sister loves them. Yeah. Her, her family goes like once a year. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, now you know, town. yeah, auto accidents tend to cause injuries. And so this would be an absolutely mad thing to do. I mean, who who would who would think of, of doing this? But, you, you know, the thing is, is that you watch them and they'll put on their helmet and then they'll get in their car and they, they have this double-shouldered seatbelt that they wear. Mm -hmm. And because of this equipment that they're, you know, this specialized equipment, uh, you you watch them rolling around, wrecking into each other, and somehow at the end of it, everybody is climbing out of the cars and walking around just fine. Yeah. You know, they've they've gone without injury, and they've been able to do that because of the specialized equipment. Yeah. That equipment has allowed them to do things that otherwise would be very dangerous. Mm-hmm. So when you're in the markets and when you're working with, you know, these uh, markets that are highly leveraged, leveraged, highly leveraged. Now, people want to go into these highly leveraged markets because obviously when it moves, it moves very quickly. And so you have the opportunity to gain, you know, gain profit very quickly. Yeah. With a small amount of money, you can turn that into a lot more money very quickly. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what the leverage does for you. But... It works in both ways because when it goes down, it goes down just as quickly. Yeah. All right. If you don't have stops, then that's going to go down very quickly and it's going to hurt you a lot. Yeah. And it's really interesting because if you don't have a stop, I guarantee you, guarantee you the brokerage house has a stop for you and they will take <laughs> all your money. They'll be like, oh, you're out of money. We're taking yep. it all. It's called a margin call. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so- 
you know, and so, and so, you know, here you are and you're trying to work in the markets. If you don't have a stop, it's working against you as fast as it's working for you. Mm-hmm. That's not a good situation. But if you do have a stop, then you can actually set your risk to a very acceptable level and, and then go ahead and, and, you know, if it goes down, it goes against you and it, it hits your uh, stop, then you've lost a little bit of money. But when it goes the other way and goes up very quickly, now you're able to gain. And so you're able to take advantage of what's there, of why people would go into that markets without having to worry about the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And that's what the, a good stop will do for you, okay? So, you know, you don't have to be afraid. If you don't know how to set a good stop properly, but you do want to get into the markets, then you really need to understand what your risks are and and control your risks. And you can't do that without both knowledge and control. All right, just like Warren Buffett said. So, if this is, you know, if trading and investing is something that you want to get into, we've got some free classes for you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt you to come in and and try one of them, try one of them out. All right, yeah. uh, we've got them online and we've got them in person. Now, if you're in Arizona, the in person is so much better. Mm. Okay, you'll learn so much more. Mm-hmm. So please come in and visit us and and take our three hour class. Well, I think right? it's easier because you can just. If something comes to your mind, you just speak up, you know, and that's why in person is so much better. You can ask your questions. Ask your questions. That's exactly right. All right. It's the same material um, presented, but because we're able to fit it to your needs through the questions and through looking into your eyes and seeing what you're not understanding at the time, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, people tend to do much better in person than they do online. Not only that, but there's, you know, you're controlling the the number of distractions that are around you, right? Yeah. Your kids aren't running into the room asking you questions when an important point comes up or something like that. Uh, and so people just tend to do better when they're in the center mm-hmm. as opposed to when they're at home. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our classes tend to be that way. Uh, this is now when you're really learning how to trade, the, the, the free class is mostly lecture. Mm-hmm. But when you're really learning how to trade, being hands-on, with an instructor right there over your shoulder, that's very important. It's amazing. Okay. Um, One of the reasons that I came to Online Trading Academy, and I still believe that it's the absolute best place to uh, learn trading and investing, is because we train in person, Mm -hmm. hands-on in the markets, with an instructor and, and student support right there over your shoulder, Watching what's going on, helping you to see what uh, what you need to see in the markets, helping you to see how Wall Street sees it, and take advantage of that. All right. So it's a wonderful opportunity. If you're in Arizona, please come and join us in person. Uh, anywhere else, you can just go to our website because we do have it online as well. So join us in one of those. the at, The website address is www.tradingacademy.com. And um, hope to see you in one of our classes or or hope that you get it online and, and start your journey into better trading, better investing. Also, hope that you enjoy the weekend because I know that I certainly will. Enjoy the fourth. All right. And hope to see you next week. <laughs>